God wants every single Christian to be strong. And the strength that we are talking about is not being strong as the world sees it. And the church should also be a place that can attract people to come and come again. Become interested in what your father is doing. Become interested in the fact that we want to operate Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek him first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Are you ready? Welcome to the Supernatural Word with Samuel B. Sawyer. Expect a positive change in your life through the power of God's word. He is the head pastor of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, a branch of Catch the Anointing Center, one of the denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by the prophets, Dakiwad Mills. Today, he teaches on the topic, The Secrets of Spiritual Identity. Why you don't recognize somebody after his true worth, and today we are talking about spiritual identity, hallelujah, you can easily reject the person. And number two, you can easily dishonor the person when you don't recognize a person. I hope you're getting me. Because if you don't recognize a person, you can also what? Dishonor. And it's a very dangerous thing to dishonor someone you're supposed to honor. Romans 13, uh, verse 6, I believe, it says, Render therefore to all their due. Render therefore to all what? Their due. Custom to whom custom. Hallelujah. Um, fear to whom fear. I'm just paraphrasing for your uh, good. And the last part it says, honor to whom honor. Are you listening to me? So, if you do not recognize somebody after his proper spiritual identity, you can easily reject the person. People have gone and rejected people just because they did not recognize the person. Or, like I said, you can also end up dishonoring. And that's even more dangerous. That's even what? More dangerous. If you dishonor somebody, if you don't take care, you are insulting the person, or else you should be what? Lifting the person up. If you live in this part of the world like I do, a lot of us sometimes we have outward show of respect, but inwardly, forget it. Sometimes, to say that you honor somebody, it goes beyond your lips. That's what Jesus Christ will say. Those people, they do what? They honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. It gets to a point when you really want to say you are honoring David. It goes beyond what you just say with your mouth. It shows in the way you are able to even give something physically, even though it may pain you. But unfortunately, some people dishonor. In Proverbs 17, verse 13, the Bible says that he that repayeth evil for good, evil shall never depart from his house. It's a scary scripture. He that repayeth what? Evil or good for evil. Somebody has done good to you. And you, what you have is what? Insult. Jesus Christ says something very scary also in the book of John. It says, many good things have I shown you of my father. Many. Many good things have I done what? Shown you. And this is Jesus. Of 
my father, for which of this do you stone me? For which of these do you dishonor me, Eric Sanka? Do you believe that our prophet, Bishop Dakiwad Mills, has shown us many good things? Are you sure? Shown us. Books he has written. Some of you, even one letter you are writing to your beloved, you have crumpled the paper 17 times. You don't even know whether you are ready. Please, those of you who are listening, don't be angry at me. I'm just passing on information I heard. I heard Kumasi was a voice note. You didn't hear me? Hey! They say in Kumasi, what they are doing, what's up? Only voice notes. Because they are afraid of typing. Hey! Forgive. Please, we are watching me here from Kumasi. I beg. This one. Kumalika for I beg. Missing Kumalika for I beg. This one here. Says you sue me. Sometimes even to write. As difficult. But our Papa has reading books. This is not a good place to put your hands together. Reading books. I mean, if you are a lighthouse pastor, you can easily become a lazy pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, if you don't take care, you not read your Bible. Because, and that's, that's, that's um, very unfortunate because you're supposed to know God for yourself. The only thing Papa is doing is just to give us what he has received. Freely we have received, freely give. And it's just amazing. I see just amazing the 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 the, the, the enormity of the or the abundance of blessings that he has he has um, allowed himself to be used by God for us. The books, the messages, um, the preaching. Why, why, why are those things? All those things for for the books you have read in. Even the songs that we sing. You know, a lot of songs that we sing in the church was composed by him. Why are you looking at me as if I'm talking in a, in a mosque or something? Even the songs, the missionaries, the prayer, the prayers that has gone forth, especially in this, it's a good place to put your hands together. I said it's a good place to put your hands together. The prayer that has gone forth in this COVID season, Tuesday morning, 3.30 a.m., Used to be 4 a.m. Now it's 3:30 a.m. Nowadays, even I realize that it's been closing earlier. And sometimes I say, "Oh, Friday." And some of you don't even join the prayer. I don't know what you are doing. And many other things. Many other things. Has, has, do you think our prophet has been good to you? You may not have had a physical one-on-one -on -one with him, but even ensuring the stability of the church. And pastor, is he the one ensuring the stability? You see the way you are thinking. There's a verse in the Bible that says a king against whom there's no uprising. That's also another wonderful thing. Because you can have a church that the church is all in tatters. The senior pastor and the assistant pastor, they are quarreling. They're this and they're quarreling. Would you want that? Would you like to be in an environment like that? Even the peace. I hope you're getting me. Let's I said we read a certain scripture. Which one was that? Luke 19. Beautiful. Verse 40. And this is Jesus Christ. Let me go back a little. 
This was, um, how do you call it, when people were uh, praising him. And for those of you who think that, who say that, oh, eh, but why should you praise a man? When you get your own, go and use it for chaskele. Are you listening to me? Who are looking at me? I don't know. Well, I don't have a demon. So, I honor my father. Amen. It's when you have demon. When is the devil inside you? That's when you cannot honor. Jesus Christ said, have I, in John chapter 6, he said, have I not chosen you 12, but one of you is a devil. One of you is what? A devil. It's when there's a demon inside you, that is when you cannot honor. Now, in Luke chapter 19, look at a scenario. There's quite a few scriptures I'd like to read it. Can I do that? Now, this is, um, this, uh, when we're saying Hosanna, Hosanna, and all those things, we normally do it when it's Easter, and then we, it's as if we are trying to, I don't know what we are trying to do, but we are doing something, isn't it? So, I don't know if Easter, sometimes we take the palm trees and then we just move around. Or you have done it, or you have seen it being done before. I want you to see a point where Jesus Christ said that, look, when you do not recognize certain things, the problems that come. I'm saying this because I am praying that in our church here, those of us who happen to be church members, visitors, etc., you can recognize the people that God has sent to you. That's why I'm talking about the secret of what? Spiritual identity. Because somebody that you know, and you know him only in one way, might actually be another kind of person to you. Let, let's take wives, for example. Sometimes wives don't know that their husbands are saviors. Yeah, I saw Betty look at me like that. Yeah. When it goes to the book of Ephesians, for example, Ephesians chapter 5, we talk about wives, um, how do you call it? Um, submit yourselves to your husbands. Are you listening to me? And then it talks about husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church and is a savior of the body. Ephesians 5 from 23 going. So sometimes a wife cannot know that, look, the fact that I have a husband is even a salvation to me. I'm not talking about salvation from sin or salvation from the... Salvation is by the blood of Jesus Christ. But the... the the Bible says it's a savior of the body. Just like Christ is a savior of the church, the husband is a savior of the wife. You can see me after church if you think you disagree with me. Yeah. You see, an, accus an accusation weakens you. That is why I quoted that scripture in the book of Revelation. The strength comes when the accuser is away. And the devil knows that. So the devil can pass through anybody to accuse anybody so that strength can be taken away. The purpose of accusation is to take something away. To take away a good thing. I'm talking to somebody, you are serving God well. You are doing something. When you hear the voice of an accuser, it's trying to tell you to stop what you are doing. So in Luke chapter 19, we are looking at a group of people who unfortunately did not recognize the time of their visitation. For some of you, the time that you have known me was a time of visitation for you. Yeah. Because it's not likely that you know everybody forever. Seasons come and seasons go. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. 
I say it again, seasons come and what? Seasons go. I declare in the name of Jesus, listen, that you are going to be faithful to the end. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ said, you are they who have endured with me through my temptations or trials. And I point unto you a kingdom. It's nice to have somebody who is with you when you don't have nothing. When I met my wife, I used to wear a chain. It was called Rollins chain. Yes. I didn't buy the chain. It was imposed. It was naturally given. Yeah. And my belt. I could divide it into two and have two belts easily. Oh, yes. Because when I wear the belt, the belt starts saying a rhyme. Round and round the rugged hill, the rugged runner runs. The belt will be going on and on like that. Hey! Some of you young ladies, you don't want to marry a young man and go and stay in some one room somewhere. Who are you? I say, who are you? If you were to recognize even the man who has respected you, respected your parents, and come to marry you properly, if you are to respect him for the fact that he has vision and he's taking you somewhere, I say you will honor him properly. You will honor him properly. You won't say that, eh, nowadays, me, I can't see what is happening in this house. The last time I went to visit my friend, they are, they are taking her to go and eat, um, how do you call it, uh, papaya, and we, we don't go anywhere. Only this coffee broke, man. Hey! Don't you know that there's a time for everything that they said? Huh? Are we able, are we excited about the mighty works that our father has done for us? Can we be, are we excited? Oh, we don't even know them. So now it's like we don't even know that all. To sit in a church, I can go on and on to have churches, to have pastors, different things. Can we recognize them? If you recognize it in your heart, nobody will tell you that honor your prophet. Even yeah, the teaching honor your prophet, you should be happy that somebody is teaching you to honor your prophet. Because you can be there and you dishonor. And the dangers of dishonor, I've already told you. Whoever repays um, good for evil, evil shall not depart from his house. We can go on that track, but we, we, we won't finish. Many good works. Many good works. Mighty works. Am I speaking to somebody? You don't have to wait for a day. You don't have to wait for a day. Spiritual identities. Bishop gives us five different people that we should know their spiritual identities. The first one he gives us is Jesus himself, the spiritual identity of the Nazarene carpenter. You might know somebody as the Kaklamadu carpenter or the Kaneshi or the, the carpenter way the Kaneshi. But in reality, in Matthew 16 verse 16, when Jesus Christ had asked the question, who do men say that I, the son of God, I am? Peter responded and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Everybody else was seeing a carpenter. Everybody, when they see Jesus Christ, they just remember the chair that he fixed, that he, he, he charged, and they were not happy with the charge. But as for Peter, Peter said, you are what? The, thou art the Christ, Matthew 16, 16, the son of the living God. Are you able to recognize somebody's spiritual identity? Or you just see people after the flesh? The spiritual identity, number two, the spiritual identity of Mary's baby. Mary's baby. Mary had a baby. In Christmas, at Christmas time, we sing about Mary, Mary's baby. 
Once in royal David cities to the lowly cattle shed, where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was the mother mild. Jesus Christ, the little child. We can easily see Jesus Christ as Mary's child. Oh, Charlie, it'd be like Mary born. Ah, you don't know Mary. That lady waited the area where it gets some, you know. Yeah. The son of Mary was spiritually called the Christ, the son of God. In the natural, everyone would have called Jesus the son of Mary and Joseph. Spiritually, he was called the Christ. For unto us is born this day, or unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That is why one of the prayers you need to pray in your life is that, Lord, my eyes of understanding will be enlightened. All the time, be praying that you can recognize who you need to recognize. Otherwise, you can be looking at somebody. I had some church members some time ago, not knowing they thought I was their driver. Because they stayed in my house and I'll take them to church. And after church, when I'm doing meetings, etc., etc., instead of also they getting involved, they were just tapping somewhere, waiting for me to close so that I can drive them back home. They didn't see me as a pastor. They just saw me as a driver. Can I speak to somebody? The spiritual identity of John the Baptist, number three. John the Baptist was actually Elijah. In Matthew 11, verse 14, and if you receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. So you can be looking at a man, not knowing the man is actually another person. Some of you, your boss, you think your boss is your enemy. Because you heard certain things about him before you went to the office and you did not bother to verify. You are looking for Instagram verified accounts. <laughs> but you just hear something, no, you are running with it. Who knows? Maybe your boss is the one who is supposed to usher you into another level. And you, you have joined all the Kokonsa people, the gossip people in the office, and you have given your boss a nickname. You call him uh, that Gaddafi. Uh, you call him Gaddafi. Gaddafi has come. Number four, the spiritual identity of the disciples. Those who heard and obeyed Christ's message were spiritually called the brothers and sisters and mother of Jesus. In Matthew 12, verse 48, he answered them. They came to tell him that, look, your brothers and your mother is looking for you. And Jesus Christ responded and said, who is my mother and who are my brethren? Can the mothers... The brothers, the sisters of Jesus, if you are in the house, can I hear a loud amen? amen? What qualifies you to be a brother or a sister or a mother of Jesus? You, you don't want to do the will of Jesus Christ. You want to do the will of your boyfriend, a Papa Bombo. All that you are interested in, a Papa Bombo says, a Papa Bombo says, turn left and you turn left. I mean, what Jesus Christ is giving you an instruction, as I'm preaching, like Jesus Christ is talking to some of you, telling you to begin to look at people not by just their physical identity. I'm talking to somebody here, and this is to encourage somebody. Maybe somebody has been looking at you and saying that, oh, are you, who are you, GSS dropouts? Or who are you, divorcee? Or who are you? You don't know. Tell somebody my spiritual identity is more important than what you can see. Put your hands together for the Lord, somebody. As I'm standing here right now, I have different kind of identities. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I have my passport, which shows my name, etc., etc. 
You might just see me as maybe um, a pastor standing here, but I also have other identities. Here you call me maybe pastor or bishops or something. In another fora, they, they, there's another name probably that they will call me. So, so, so when you look at people, don't just look at them based on your narrow perspective. Am I, am I speaking to somebody? Begin to ask yourself, what's the spiritual identity of this lady that I'm talking to? She might be younger than you. I said, she might be what? Younger than you. And you can feel pompous. You can feel big. You can say, oh, man, who is this small girl? Who is this, who is this, who is this, who is this two known guy? But if your eyes of understanding were to be enlightened, you'd be surprised to find that that's a messenger of God. I'm just about to close. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the spiritual identity of Elijah. Elijah's spiritual identity was the father of Elisha. Wow. Wow. You can be sitting here and indeed somebody's real spiritual identity is that he's your father. And you are looking at him and you're saying what? You say, my father. In 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 12, Elisha saw it and cried, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. He took hold of his own clothes and ran them in two pieces. Elijah was the father. Um, uh, Elijah was the father of Elisha, but it took Elisha to recognize that this is my father. Can you recognize who is your prophet? Can you recognize who has been sent to you? Ah, uh, Papa Samiano and Asano. I hear that he is from where? Is it Jamestown or something? And even is he from Europe or something? But me, 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 I'm from uh, you. Uh, 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 Bato. I'm a girl. So I don't know the connection. That's why I'm teaching this sermon. I hope you're getting me. So that you recognize that, look, somebody that's been given to you, there's 7.8 billion people in the world. How many of them would you have a kind of relationship with? How many of them? I dare you. How many of them? The fact that you have also heard of another man of God here, there, etc. doesn't mean that because of that, you, 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 you step away or step away from your spiritual family. Those of you who are not married, please be very careful when you are selecting wives. So. Now, dear, now, dear, they will nod their head and say, oh, well, when you say you are meeting them at three o'clock and you even come at four, they apologize. They <laughs> apologize. But when you marry for some time, they realize that, hey, especially in a Christian marriage. In a Christian marriage, like my prophet says, the balance of power shifts to the woman. Because the woman knows that you're a Christian, you want to follow the word of God. So to me, knowing that you are following God. Like a woman told the husband who was a man of God, you just go out there, you go and say, it's your ministry that is at stake. Is somebody here? How many of us are going to recognize the Father God has given to us? The Father, Bishop Dakiwan Moses, is a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Perhaps you have met someone who is spiritually called Absalom. Perhaps you are encountering someone who is spiritually your son. Perhaps you are encountering someone who is spiritually called your friend. Your friend. You need, you need friends. Some of you who are work alone, sir. Now, so your work alone thoughts will lead you into work alone environment where there's nobody even to fellowship with. Meanwhile, God is giving you a friend, but you look at the person and say, Ah, by you. By, by, by you. By you. Why, why do we like writing off people like that? 
Recently, the Lord dropped a scripture into my head in Matthew chapter 12, verse 20. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 20, it says, A bruise reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench, till he has brought forth judgment into victory. Luke chapter 19, verse 35, please. They brought the horse or the colt to Jesus. And then what did they do? They cast the garments upon the colts and they set Jesus thereon. There's a time when people are honoring, people are, have recognized the spiritual identity and they are doing what they have to do. Do you understand? There's a time. Now continue the story. It will shock you. In verse 37. When he was come near, nine means near, old English, even to the bottom of Mount um, Olives, that is where they will start climbing, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, <laughs> Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. These were some people who were praising God. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke your disciples. And they even told Jesus Christ that, you know, tell the people to shut up. And he answered and said unto them, I will tell you, if these people should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. In other words, if you don't praise God, the other people will praise God. Make sure you don't miss it. And when he was come near, he saw the city and he wept over it. Why did he weep? He says, saying, if you had known, even you, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, unfortunately, they are hid from your eyes. I'm speaking to somebody. Sometimes you think that, oh, the breakthrough that you need is when you wear lipstick. The breakthrough that you need is when you wear extra uh, uh, pad, bottles or whatever. You think, oh, the breakthrough is when I do that, I sleep with the guy, etc. You are making a mistake. Jesus Christ is saying that if only you could see certain things. For the day shall come upon thee, and your enemy shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee around, and keep thee on every side. And shall lay thee even with the ground, and your children with thee, and they shall not leave thee in one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. We can close with the scripture. Jesus Christ said that, look, a lot of people are in trouble. Their stones, things are being dismantled in their lives because they have not recognized who has been sent to them. They have not recognized the spiritual identity. And you are just there struggling. I declare the struggle is over in Jesus' name. I declare in the name of Jesus from today, your eyes are open to see the spiritual identity of the people who have been sent to you. Maybe say Judas has been sent to you. You cannot be playing around with that Judas. Maybe it's also a father that's been sent to you. Maybe it's a spiritual mother that's been sent to you. Maybe it's a spiritual daughter or it's a spiritual son. Today, as I close, I want you to know that God has been good to us and God has sent us a prophet. Hallelujah. God has sent us a prophet. And I want you to recognize him in your heart. Thanks for joining us. Today we learned about spiritual identity. Everyone has a spiritual identity apart from his known physical identity. You must begin to ask God for the true spiritual identity of the people you are encountering in your life. We hope you have been blessed by this message. Join us same time next week. God bless you. Hello, 
I'd like to invite you to give your life to Jesus. It's probably the most important decision you can ever take in your life. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. And after that, there's judgment. But you can change all that. Pray with me. Say after me, close your eyes, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. You died for me on the cross. I was a sinner going to hell. But you loved me and you gave your life for my sake. Today, I repent. Forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. If you pray this prayer, you're born again, child. We'd like to know you. We'd like to fellowship with you. Hey, join us. Let's worship God together as we wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Bye. Thanks for your time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Use your faith to move all mountains in your way. To contact us for counseling, prayers, and ministry materials by Bishop Dakiwad Mills, such as the Macarius, the Mantano, and the latest edition, Speak the Word, that is Macarius in audio format, and also Samuel Sawyer's book, Winning the Battles of Life. Call or message us on plus 233-248-906-776 or send an email to sambisawyer at gmail.com. Finally, Write to us and share your testimony on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you. See you next time and stay blessed.